The Brant and Sherry Oddcast, sponsored by Fellowship Home Loans. To find out more about the radio show or to order Brant's new book, The Men We Need, go to BrantHanson.com. Greetings to you. So glad you're listening to the show. We got... All day? Is, that, is this going to be all it day might with be. this? Okay. Hey, I Patrick, just... today, this is my day. It's my day. It's I get to shine. I... I've got this thing down. <laughs> I've got awful. it down. It's awful. It sounds so good. <laughs> Remember when Jesus was in a boat with his friends and they actually were in boats and there's a huge storm that hit the lake and they all got nervous and he was sleeping and mm-hmm. they woke him up. He's like, why are you so freaked out? And he calms the storm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're familiar with this story. The upshot of that story is that the boats could have gone down with them mm-hmm. and Jesus is saying, you'd still be okay. Like, he's got this eternal view of things. He's got the big picture, and he's telling them, again, even if it all goes down, I still have you. And I, I need to think about that, and I hope, I hope you will too, because all the things we get anxious about, the worst-case scenarios, he's, he's telling them, the worst-case scenario could have happened, I still have you. I don't know. It's a great question. Do people even know about McGruff, the crime dog, anymore? Do young people know? Probably not. That was probably our day. That's a Gen X thing. Yeah, we grew up with this dog. In case you're young, (laughs) this dog would tell us that we needed to take a bite out of crime. Yeah, he was a smarter, um, more savvy Scooby-Doo. He wore a trench coat. (laughs) Yes, he did. He absolutely did. That's right. Because he was a detective, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so he would tell us to take a bite out of crime by like locking our doors and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I feel like we did. Yeah. I don't know if today's young people are really taking a bite out of crime anymore. I don't think I don't they know. are, Brent. So much going on. People are stressed out. But there's a headline, Christians wondering if this is the end. Mm. Are we in the end times is the question. Mm-hmm. And I just want to tell you something because a lot of people are new to the faith, and they may wonder about that too, or they're younger. So been around for a little while, and I used to be obsessed with this. Like when I was young, I had it all figured out. Yeah, they kind of made us obsessed with it. They totally did. Oh, my goodness. And I read The Late Great Planet Earth, and Mm -hmm. it was about the Soviet Union and what was going to happen and Mm -hmm. nuclear war and everything. And it wasn't worth worrying about. Mm -hmm. People have predicted this stuff for thousands of years, and all the predictions have had one thing in common. They've been wrong. (laughs) What we're supposed to do is just be at our posts, Mm -hmm. do our thing, um, care about people around us, love people. Honor the Lord and do the thing in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Everything you have. Well, St. Patrick's Day is upon us. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous. It should be a lucky day. It's really more of a risky day. Why? Because when I do my Irish accent, there's a mm. there's a jealousy that comes to the fore, and I feel almost Je- physically threatened because of the jealousy. The phil- physically threatening, I get. Mine is so good. I don't know that jealousy is the is what people are feeling. Hostility. Hostility, yes. Yes. This way, okay, so you own up to it. <laughs> My Irish accent is so good that people respond to it like that. Mm. They don't want it. That's true. But I think it's because they know they can't do it themselves. Uh, wow. Well. It's magically delicious. No, All of that. Man, I know. Awful, I know. Hostility. Hostility. <laughs> Willpower is important, but it's not everything at all, actually. You can only hold out for so long sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, hungry, and there's the chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I know. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a guy, it's a professor at NYU who just came out with a study about this. We just said, willpower ultimately will let you down. Mm -hmm. The best thing is to structure your life differently, like so you don't have the chips around, as we mm -hmm. say. And that is so true. Because I've learned that too. You have to have a, a vision for the way you want to live. Mm -hmm. And then you structure your life around that. Yeah. It's 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 too hard to just think of willpower. Yeah. You don't have it. No. Yeah. You have to build an environment that limits those decisions. Yes. And I've heard that from wiser, older people who are believers mm -hmm. saying that's what's got to happen. Mm -hmm. So there's things in your life you find, well, I'm, I'm given to this or that. Well, maybe it's because you're alone too much or maybe like mm -hmm. maybe put yourself in a different situation. You don't struggle with that mm -hmm. or don't buy the brownies and ho-hos. And, and watch it, buddy. Well, okay. Just watch I don't it. need to step it's on toes. <laughs> <laughs> So thankful for this radio station, and I hope you are too. Here's why. Attention is everything. We talk about that a lot on the show. What we put our attention on determines who we're becoming. Mm -hmm. And that's everything. And it's so interesting too, because a lot of people, when they actually walk away from their faith, it's not like they just renounced it or they realized, oh, I don't really believe Jesus is that anymore. Like, no, they just stop paying attention. Yeah. They're not focused on God. Everything gets crowded out by all everything else that's vying for our attention. It just fades off. So it's so nice to have a place you can turn on the radio and we're going to remind you that here's where your attention belongs. It belongs on him. It's true. I'm not Mr. Finance. I don't know what I'm doing, honestly, but I do know a good deal. Um, and Fellowship Home Loans sponsors our podcast in part, a large part, because we both have used them for our own loans. Mm -hmm. It's been incredible. They're wonderful to work with. Mike and Brian at Fellowship Home Loans saved a ton of money by refinancing my house. And we just bought it last year. Mm. So that's how fast, like interest rates have gone down. You should look into it. Just find out. It could be you know, hundreds and hundreds a month and you pay off your house faster. Incredible how this works. Sherry bought her house through them too. It's awesome. Anyway, their phone number, and we appreciate them being sponsors of the podcast. It's 800-804-SAVE. Mike and Brian, Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE. People love it. Every St. Patrick's Day, I bring out my Irish accent and people love it. It's awful. We have people who listen in Ireland, they love it. Brent, that is so not true. I know that you know that's not true. I don't. They listen to the podcast in yeah, Ireland. We, we do have people, a lot of people listen. Yes, and they asked you not to do that. Like, I got the calls on our phone line. Did they really? Of them saying, please I I, stop. I seriously didn't remember that. <laughs> really? No. Okay. All right. Well, let me tell you, they called and asked, they please called don't and do asked it. They called and asked me to stop oh, it? <laughs> question, have you ever been romantically rejected? That is my question for you. And if your answer is yes, you're among friends. Mm -hmm. A lot of us have had that. I remember asking, I won't say her name, mm -hmm. to go with me, mm -hmm. which I don't know what that meant. <laughs> says Craig. That was did. a phrase back then, yes. I, neither of us knew what it meant, right. but she was pretty sure the answer was no. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> and no. I still remember it. Yeah. God knows all about this. Hmm. Think about this. He's saying, you are precious to me. He's saying this to all of us humans. And we're saying, no, we're not precious. We're just carbon. Mm -mm. We're the result of natural and unavoidable processes that started at the beginning of the universe. Mm -hmm. Well, no, we're not precious. You have eternal significance, he says. And then we're like, no, we don't. Mm. And he says he loves us. And then we say, ah, uh, you don't even exist. Like he knows 
heartbreak. But that's actually the way it's described in the Bible. His desire for us is just, it's like a lover. Mm-hmm. And he, he's jealous of the things that we've decided. We'd rather be with that. Wow. We'd rather have this. And he knows the only way that we're going to have peace is with him. You ever just kick yourself because of regrets? Like, <laughs> coulda, woulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. I was on the plane the other day. It got delayed like two hours. We're sitting there on the plane. All the, everybody just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I have a puppet with me? Because <laughs> I could have ministered to people. You know what? I could have. Very. I. If okay. I had a puppet, I was like, I, I could do something. Like just use the seat as a little stage why. and turn around. I'm so offended right now. There's like 14 rows this of people. This music is such a betrayal. <laughs> So I was so there, like, let's talk about regrets. And now we're puppets on the tarmac is but, where we ended up. And that's not fair. I just this thought, isn't I'm, fair. I'm talking about regrets. I thought <laughs> some <laughs> emotional. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> People are very anxious, scared, fearful right now, according to all the psychologists and the media and stuff. Mm. The media is causing a lot of it, but never mind that. It's very funny, <laughs> they, actually. They, they, they get you all worked up, yeah, and then they, they turn like, around. Look at all the Why are you up, so everybody. nervous? <laughs> but there are legit things mm-hmm. to be concerned about. Obviously, we see the images and stuff. It's really interesting to study C.S. Lewis right now because he was, you know, in England talking about this stuff during World War II, mm-hmm. and he said to be on guard against fear. Mm. Be- and he said, actually, the way to think about it, and I think this is true, is like, we, we're always mortal. Like, we know that, mm-hmm. all of us. So it's not a bad thing to be aware of that, mm. that this could end for all, because we all have a life that is fleeting. Mm-hmm. So it's good to be aware of that. And then to do everything we have, he was saying to the glory of God, while, while it's day, you know, we're alive right now. Yeah. You're not promised tomorrow. We, we never are. So what can I do today to the glory of God? Speaking of Generation X, you may not be Generation X, but you need to know something. We grew up with certain things that shaped our personalities, just like everybody else. Yes, that's right. Sherry pointed out on Facebook, she put a picture of the game Perfection. (sighs) This little shape game and a ticking (laughs) clock. And there are squares and you have to put the right shape in in the right space. It made us a nervous wreck. (laughs) And we're all still dealing with that. My heart fluttered a little bit when I saw the picture of it. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember, because it ticked. You remember that? Tick, 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 but tick, you know tick, what? I don't think that we're known for perfectionism. I think we're known for being okay with failure. <laughs> and well, I think that's why it taught this, us. Perhaps this game attributed, yeah. Same thing with operation. Like, yeah. Oh, operation. His nose lights up. I blew it again. <laughs> All right. Well, Whatever. another day, another dollar. <laughs> Are you tired of doing this? No, I like talking about this stuff. Okay, good. Yeah. This is very, I like doing this, no. but I know that I, I feel like I forced you to write the book and then now I'm making you talk every no, day on no, the podcast no, about I'm it. No, I'm amped so about wanna, it. Okay. I think it's, I, th- I think it's incredibly, <laughs> the more I talk about it, actually, the more fired up I am about it. Good. Yeah. Good. I wanted to tell you this morning, I was talking to a friend and we were uh, talking smack on Eve as women are wont to do. And so how much we just. Huh just don't like her and Eve in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, but you know what? And I started talking about the book that we were talking about Adam and the fact that the Bible says he was there, which I yeah. don't know that everyone knows that when it says you bring out that she, she turned to him. Yeah. It seems like 
he was far away. At mm -hmm. least I always thought that. Like, it's just her blowing it. Mm hmm And then he's like, hey, wait. Whoa. What in the world happened? Well, what happened here? <laughs> Golly. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> and then he's coming from out of nowhere. But right. You know, it, the, the text leads you, at least heavily infers mm -hmm. that he is there. Right. And so I was, it just kind of all clicked to me in this moment when I'm on the phone with my friend. Uh, we were talking, I was talking about toxic passivity and you, which you also talk about in the book. And I was like, I guess that's probably it. Right. Like he's standing there. Yeah. Something really bad is about to happen. And he's supposed to guard against chaos. Yes. He's supposed to make order happen mm -hmm. out of this wild mm -hmm. and protect it. And mm -hmm. then he's, he's right there while disorder is taking root. Yes. And I thought that's, that is, it just all clicked for me. Like everything you said in the book kind of came to that moment where that's a moment where you stand up and you do something like something's about to happen. Yeah. You have to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about this before we went on the air mm -hmm. or whatever, we're, whatever this is before mm -hmm. we start recording and um, about situations that we know where you could see girls, for instance, mm -hmm. young girls on social media, like becoming too adult. Yes. And it's very obvious and in a, in a, in a really- My mom calls it grown. You're horrible acting too way. grown. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. Where's dad? Yes. Like, so that would be an example of yes, that passivity. Yes, like, yes. Well, you don't, you don't wanna have this conversation, but you need to protect the garden. Mm -hmm. And she's she's the beautiful bloom that you're protecting. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? We need to intervene, not just and you said check something. Out. You said that you only have a brief window here. It's only yeah, it's such a brief window mm -hmm. of influence. Yeah, and you're losing it. Yeah, and come on, man. That's the moment to speak up. Yeah, like and no, this doesn't happen. Like you can see the influences that are on her. Like she's to be protected from that. Yes, like, they're they're coming into your space here and they're coming at your blooms that you're supposed to protect that is such a good point that you're letting people in the garden yeah yeah and this is the chaos mm -hmm. that's it's not a it's interesting you don't like eve that's i've never thought about that uh, no there's that's a whole woman thing is it, it oh i've never heard that before when i wrote the book and i put the last thing that i put like things that you think about you know while you're having oh the time. i see what you're saying yes yes that she well you're blaming her too yes yes he we does are. that hmm? yeah because adam does that yeah but ours so maybe is the most blamed person <laughs> <laughs> it may, maybe is, like there's a, this is isn't in the book or my book or whatever but mm -hmm. there's a lot of weird questions good questions that can mm -hmm. pop up from that okay. from the genesis narrative yeah if you study it like mm -hmm. the, we just take it at face value mm -hmm. because we've heard the story so many times but mm -hmm. It's true. I've heard them talking about this on the Bama podcast. I've, I've read Rabbi Foreman mm -hmm. asking questions like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Like she's talking with a serpent. Mm -hmm. What what form was a serpent? What does that word really mean? Like what uh, yeah. what is going on here? Why mm -hmm. is this not like, whoa, a snake's talking to right. me. Like there's a lot of stuff going on there that raises a lot of questions. Hmm. Not about the validity of the narrative or anything, mm -hmm. but just just about how it may be more understandable. I was gonna say expands on what, yeah. we, what we know, what we think we know and what we don't know. Right, so yeah. Eve, it, it may not be like we perceive it mm -hmm. and Eve may not, I mean, it, it, pretty crafty, mm -hmm. pretty crafty. So in C.S. Lewis's book, Paralandra, it's a sci-fi thing, but they find Eve on mm -hmm. this other 
planet mm -hmm. like Venus, but they they're there before the fall. Okay. And it's it's a an evil guy from the Earth and a guy who wants to fight that evil, and they both get there. Mm -hmm. And the evil guy finds Eve and wants to talk her into rebelling against God. Okay. And so they have this conversation where the other guy's there, Ransom's mm -hmm. there, and he's trying to intervene to help her understand. But this guy, the, the evil guy's so crafty mm -hmm. about spinning things upside down. Yeah. It is so fascinating to read that because you can just, it's 90% true, but then the 10% is like, whoa. Well, that's what it was. I was always, it's half God said, you know, did he? Did he say that? Yeah, did he? Yeah. And he didn't. Right, But right. it sounded like what he said. Yeah. It wasn't quite. Right, yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much there, and it's so brilliant. You think about ancient literature, but, man, it nails human nature so precisely. It does. It does. Like, it's more insightful than modern novels on mm -hmm. human nature. I just find that to be so interesting. It is problematic because you're wondering, well, how could she get talked into something by a snake? Mm -hmm. But... Again, when you get more context or more possibilities. Well, it's about very, what... very crafty. And, and to take it back to your book again, whether she was confused on what was said or not, because it, it was originally said to Adam, he's probably not confused, right? I mean, he knows what God said because God mm -hmm. said it to him. Mm -hmm. So him standing there, it just, it really brought it to light when you said toxic passivity. I thought that's probably the perfect example of it, that you, you, yeah. you don't step up and chaos ensues. Yeah, there's, there's what I keep trying to get at is there's a couple different kinds of toxic, mm -hmm. and yeah. that's one of them. Yeah. I mean, the other one's the obvious one. Right. The, the domineering. Well, the obvious one we can see and we, okay, we can fight that. Right. But the other one is, as we can see, is yeah. just as dangerous. Right. So it's like, what's the, what's the vision mm -hmm. to replace the other stuff? Yeah. So that we have something we can shoot for. That's the idea. The Brant and Sherry Oddcast, sponsored by Fellowship Home Loans. To find out more about the radio show or to order Brant's new book, The Men We Need, go to BrantHanson.com.